following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And we are on the air. We're inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios here at One Cowboys Way at the Star in Frisco. We're inside Ford Center at that. Bill Jones with Everson Walls, Danny Sarek, and Mickey Spagnola. Yes, the star of our show. is here. This is Mick Shots. He heard the show last week and was like, oh, I got to get back in there. You guys have fun last week? We were dumping all y'all the whole show. I know. Let's make sure you got your microphone up there. It was just us dumping on you, man. That was what it was all about. (laughs) That's what happens when you have to uh, make a uh, flight reservation in the middle of March and Mm. not knowing what was going to happen in May. And I was counting on, not going to let us do anything. We're not going to be able to go watch anything. I'm getting out of here. So you and Mr. Pessimistic. I was at that time. was. Yeah. 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 Dr. Fauci decided you could be out there inside. <laughs> and, uh, and Fauci. You know, don't, doesn't it look like Mickey's glowing right now? It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what you He's call it. That's, to watch that's what you call old man rap. sweat. That's old man sweat. Yeah. <laughs> old man sweat. <laughs> and uh, to pull back the curtain here, summer has hit all of a sudden yes, it has. here in Frisco, Texas. It is, it's, a, it's Florida muggy out there. Oh, my God. oh Lord. Last night was horrible. Uh-huh. Last night was horrible. <laughs> just, you could just, even with the windows closed, you can feel it. The no, you had to turn your air conditioning on. Still, that doesn't help. It was, yeah, it was oh, seriously muggy. so because Mickey is glowing right now, he's yes. got so much to talk about. <laughs> what he just saw on the practice field, and Danny does as well. Yeah, but I'm not as I'm not glistening. How about that? As much as Mickey is. She I was, was a little inside. smarter than I was. <laughs> you were inside watching. I huh? was inside watching in the okay. air conditioning. I was working on my camp tan. You look All good, right. though, man. I yeah. like the tan. It, it, it happened fast. Nice shirt, too. Yeah, it had to, thank you, sir. We're, we're oh, dressed that's just cute. Alike. <laughs> it's my favorite. I was really dressing for Cliff, but, I, you know. It, it, well, we can't <laughs> wait to hear what happened on the practice field. This, of course, is day one of the mandatory mini camp for 2021. And they were out on the practice field. I was able to watch from a distance. I had to get here late because I had, I continued to have plumbing issues at home. Oh, dude, you're killing me, man. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll relate it to football, okay? As I told my wife, you're like a coach of a football team. Okay, you had the rookie quarterback in there. He threw four interceptions. Now you got to get a veteran in there. And so we got the veteran plumber coming tomorrow to fix that. That's enough about that. All right, Mickey, what did you see yes. out there on the field? I saw I saw who was participating, who wasn't. Um, basically, gosh, who who wasn't participating but could run. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw George Teague out there. Did you? Yeah. He's not playing, is he? No. no. <laughs> I think they 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 filled up their safety quota. Uh, there are that uh, not to say George Teague would be desperate, but at what age George Teague well, is at? And my question to somebody when I recognized I didn't recognize who that was out there. I said, "Who's that?" And they said, "Oh, it's George Teague. He's watching practice." His beard's white as ever. Wow, he's got a beard. <laughs> Hair. 
Oh, his his his, his beard is turned his white. His beard is white. Yeah. And he has does he have full? No, no, it's crap. Oh, okay, okay. Close. I was gonna <laughs> look, say. Look man. good. Look good. Yeah, a little but, chin piece going. Yeah, That's what yeah, you're saying. Absolutely. I yeah. So I think the probably good news is even though that uh Tyron Smith, Lael Collins, and Zach Martin aren't participating in practice, they're doing their rehab. I saw them running and they're running full speed. So they look like they're fine. They're just being very cautious with those guys, and they'll be ready uh, to start training camp. As a matter of fact, the three of them, they were uh, tethered to these kind of metal sleds, and they were running and pulling them on, on the on the grass, uh, and they were able to do that. So I think that bodes well that those guys are just fine. That's uh, the reindeer drill. The reindeer drill? Uh-huh, they're pulling a sled like a reindeer. Oh, very yeah. good. I bet that's not what they call it. <laughs> no, I don't know what the hell Bill's talking about. He's going with a reindeer, reindeer, reindeer drill. drill. That's a good word. There are these little things about this uh, The other guys running awfully, awfully well, Demarcus Lawrence and Tristan Hill, full speed sprinting, so they didn't practice, but uh, and they haven't practiced yet, but we won't see them until we get to uh, training camp, so I thought that was good. Um, I know it was part hype, but I saw, uh, I think I read something about last week that our three linemen are feeling better than they've ever felt in quite some time during this yes, part of the offseason. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Tyron basically said this is the best he's felt that's, for a while. That's the one I was paying and attention to. And he feels to. like what they did with his neck kind of took care of some of the things he was having with his back. Yeah. Because the neck's connected oh, to yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. What's that little rhyme? <laughs> the neck bones. Yeah, we connect. got you. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but yeah, and 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 so those guys, they're they're good to go. They're just being very uh, cautious with those. Okay. Uh, Dak did everything other than they when they go eleven on eleven uh, with a pass rush, and he seems to be throwing the ball just fine. Uh, the guys that uh, of significance that weren't out there. Uh, Donovan Wilson and Cedric Wilson both were there watching. Uh, Amari Cooper there watching. Watching, you know, Amari's coming back from that off-season surgery. Uh, Donovan Wilson and Cedric Wilson both have a little something going on that from uh, from OTAs. So they just basically said, "We don't need to win the season opener in June." So mm-hmm. uh, they let those guys kind of hang back. <clears throat> Kelvin Joseph was back here. Uh, he missed last week. Um, Mike McCarthy said he had to do a 10-day quarantine, so he must have had contact with somebody that tested positive. I thought maybe he was working on another album. An album? Piece. Get yeah. another rap no. going on? <laughs> yeah. I, I I heard it was excused, so uh, that, that was good news. And then they had some other wide receivers that Last week, I think they were having allergy problems, and I think they continue to do that uh, this week, including Simi Fihoko. Uh, so the re- but after that, I think everybody else was basically uh, out there, other than the guys doing uh, rehab, and then uh, Hunter the punter, uh, nice wander. Uh, he's his wife's having a a complicated pregnancy, and so he's Whoa. been excuse to not be here you know i haven't really seen like zerline i hadn't seen him here kicking or anything maybe he kicks on his own they don't do any 
field goals or anything in any of these drills. Uh, so, yeah. uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, the gang was all here. Um, so it, it was kind of a toned down practice, a lot of technique, right, Danny? Yeah, and a lot of the points I had, you touched on it. It didn't feel maybe as exciting. Maybe that's because we've seen them practice a little more with OTAs. But it, it, nothing really, I guess, um, stood out in a way that like surprised me, good or bad. Um, I will say like little things I noted um, in OTAs. I never saw Jalen Smith um, do the sled drills, and I saw him do some of that today, which makes me think he's recovering mm. in that wrist surgery. Um, recovering there. I noted the same thing about the three offensive linemen, given we only see so much as the media, but it felt like we saw them for the longest amount that we have seen them out there working, doing a little more strength and conditioning. I said Dak looked good. You couldn't, again, tell ankle issues. Dropbacks were good. Passes were quick. Um, Nashawn Wright has consistently had good coverage in the drills. You agree with me yes, there? Yes, absolutely. He, he had one play where he kind of got burned by Noah Brown today, but he is consistently throughout OTAs, throughout practice day, he's looked really good, I thought. He's, he's around the football. Yeah. Even though these are non-contact thing, although there was a significant contact thing uh, <laughs> that took place, three guys kind of collided. And it's bound to happen. I, I, believe, I believe it was McKeon kind of mm-hmm. looked like he got somewhat dinged it's a it's a bad word to use these days right because that's what's dinged to have you 40 years weeks. ago yeah. oh you got dinged right <laughs> um and, and maybe the, the 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 best thing i saw is randy gregory was out there and he looks faster than ever coming off the line of scrimmage he looks like he's gotten a little bigger like maybe a little more strength and he he blew off the line of scrimmage on one play, and the quarterback would have been just annihilated. I don't even think he got touched. Mm. Uh, I believe he's going to do one of the WebEx interviews this afternoon, so uh, it'll be good to hear from him. And he was having fun. So I, I think that's a, a really good sign to see him coming off one side, eventually Demarcus Lawrence on the other side. And at one point when they, I don't know what kind of alignment they were in, but they lined up. Uh, Micah Parsons at at the right defensive end spot, and it looked like he was shot out of a cannon. (laughs) He would have just, again, it would have been the same thing. He would have annihilated the quarterback because nobody could touch him. He got off so fast. Uh, So those were some of the things. That's interesting. That's the best thing I've heard you say. Yeah. Uh, And he, he, he got quite a few snaps out there. He was playing, I think, Danny, more of the young guys. A lot of the young guys were getting more kind of upgraded snaps, maybe almost first team. Uh, but they mix and match, and then at the end, I they, they called it team tempo. And I'm going, okay, what does team tempo mean? Well, it was basically team walkthrough. <laughs> tempo meant we slowed it down. That's no tempo. Yeah, there was no tempo <laughs> whatsoever. So anyway, that's kind of what took place. And, and McCarthy kind of warned us. He said this will be very similar uh, to what we did in OTAs. Yeah. The only difference is we can meet with them longer. Uh, so, And then the last period was basically a meeting on the field. The offense was here, the defense was there, and, and they were just doing skeleton-type plays and uh, formations. So, You know, for, for uh, Wright to be making all of these plays and for them to be so noticeable, I can understand that it's just this time of the year, you're not going to be winning anything in June, I get that. But 
you know, that's a talent. To to be around, to to know where the receiver's going, to to snuff out the uh, or sniff out the uh, 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 direction of the the, the offensive patterns. Mm-hmm. That's that's a talent. To know where they're going, you know, to decipher it and and make that play. You know, of course, it's it's just off season, but to be in position to do that all the time and for it to be that noticeable every practice from not just you but from you as well. Yeah. I think that's something that you can kind of build on because, you know, if you know it, you know it. You can't unknow it. You know what I mean? You can't go out there and dumb it down if you know it. And for him to to kind of decipher things that well, that kind of gives me a little a little promise. And, you know, uh, last Friday for my column, I wrote about the cornerback position and, and basically said, you know, there was seemed to be this uh, – like everybody was just assumption that Trayvon Diggs starts at one and Kelvin Joseph starts at the other. And my point was not so fast mm. because Anthony Brown might have something of to course. say about it, right? <laughs> the, the veteran. veteran. The veteran. Yeah, yes. he's been out there working with the first team with Diggs on the other side. And then my point was I know Kelvin Joseph and we'll see what happens there, but don't go to sleep on Nashawn Wright. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it uh, on the Blitz on Sunday night. Okay, so that's my question about Kelvin Joseph. How important is this time of the year for a rookie coming in here and he's missed the 10 days that he would have been out here basically on the field doing – I mean, they had four OTAs last week. Three. Right? Three. Okay. So he missed last week. Right. And, and that was another point in my column. Yeah, because you had Memorial Day weekend right, the, right. the previous week, so that, that counts. You, you, and that I, counted and I found for out that it was four days there, and that takes you through Monday, here. then four days. That gets you to eight days on on Friday, right. and then Saturday, Sunday was his tenth day. Then. But at least he had the rookie <clears throat> mini camp, which no one had last year, and he oh, had okay. the first week of OTAs. So he missed a week of OTAs, basically. basically. Yes. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he looks like he has the physical ability to play. Uh, and I remembered what you said. Can he? The, what about his hips? Can he turn? And he seems to be able to do that. Uh, now we'll see what he can do uh, in coverage. But I think between you know the four of them, they, they just might have something going there hmm. uh, once the you know get to training camp and actually see some football. You know, when, was... you, when you think about somebody like Brown, you know, I was never a big fan of his. But just know that he's quick. He's extremely athletic. But I just don't think he has the instinct of a cornerback. That grows as he as he gets older and hopefully has more experience. Plus, if you start if you start changing the culture around here, you know, then the tip balls, you know, uh, the bad passes, things of that nature, he can take advantage of that. But he has to be shown that, you know, it's once you see others do it, then it's just almost like you have to fall in line. And I'm hoping that these young kids can show some of these older DBs on this team just how you're supposed to go after the ball. So right I was – Noshawn, Noshawn Wright, is that how you say it? Yeah, Noshawn. You know, just being able to uh, – Trayvon's like, got that. Hmm? Trayvon's got that. Of course he does. Yeah. Of course he does. He's one of the younger guys, the mm-hmm. way I look at right. it. But, but, you know, when you got the older guys out there who are not used to making plays, and even though Brown's not that old, he's not used to making plays on the ball. They need to be shown an example. And that's, that's the way we always did. We came in in 81 – I wasn't the only one trying to get interceptions. Michael Downs out there picking stuff off. Right. Dennis Thurman's out there picking. Stuff. He had nine picks in 1981. So it Thurman's to, thieves. Thurman. That's why they called Thurman's mm-hmm. thieves. But, but that didn't occur until '85. Well, we had already led the, the league like three <laughs> or four times as right. a team. So, so it's a, it's a culture that was created. So Brown did have a nice breakup 
when they were in seven on seven, I think. But I was going to ask you <clears throat> last week, I wasn't here. So looking at these rookies, and you may be the worst one to ask since you had 11 interceptions as a rookie. What was the 13 hardest? 13 if you th- count the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. And another two yeah. in the Pro Bowl. But, you know, okay. who's, who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was back when the Pro Bowl wasn't just right. brother the real Pro Bowl. Right? Yeah, I, I got played. my Chuck Muncy knocked me out in that Pro Bowl. So what, yeah, was the, what was the toughest part, the transition from college to the NFL for a cornerback? I think mainly with, with me, that it's, it was a little unique, was the flex defense itself. You know, I, I was, you know, we at Grambling, we didn't even play nickel defense. We didn't play nickel or dime. You just go out there and man up. That was your, I got you. That's it. That's it. I'm shutting this brother down. Basically that's, that's what all you did in your backyard. Now all of a sudden, you know, we always had the zones because, you know, you learned that from high school. You always had the zone play, which was easy. But now you got a, a flex a flex zone, uh, which I don't know if you knew it, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible defense for, the de- for a defensive back. We were the sacrificial lambs. It's made to play against the run. So it was, it was made to defend. You remember the quarterback pass? There was, a, uh, there was a pass pattern that was called a quarterback pass, and that's when they just had standard uh, personnel, two, two backs, two, uh, one tight end, two wide receivers. Well, the tight end would do a drag across on a play-action pass. Here comes the, uh, the, the, the wide receiver, uh, the wing back. He's going inside as well. The, the weak side... Michael Gallup, he's going deep post. That's the quarterback pass. Everybody ran it. They did it for 30, 40 years. So that's what uh, we had to learn. That defense was, was made by Tom Landry to stop Jim Brown, but also to stop the pass that comes off of that play action. They don't do that anymore, but we had to read the flow of the backs. And you go from zone to man to man. But depending on the flow of the backs. Now you tell me what defense, what defense can read that? What rookie can read that? I have to read the backside flow from zone that could take me to a man-to-man. I mean, like I got help now. I'm help before the ball snap. All of a sudden, they go flow strong to the tight end. Now I'm man-to-man by myself. Nowhere to be found is any help. That was the difficult part right. of coming in as a rookie because our system was so unique under Tom Landry. Other than just a regular uh, uh, man-on-man and challenges that you had to have, was, it was just all about trying to uh, uh, get through the numbers. It yeah, was, 20, and I, and it was think, 25 rookie DBs. So and I, I think last year, even with Diggs, I think we saw there were times he didn't read it right. Uh, there were times – I don't know if he was in the right coverage, uh, and there were times he got caught looking looking inside. Well, the main thing you always have is being a little bit too um, uh, aggressive mm-hmm. because the pros play on that. In college, they don't have so many plays. The pros can game plan you. So, of course, if you're a rookie out there, they're going to play for your rookie tendencies. They're going to want you to jump. If you're a safety, they're going to want you to jump that end cut but then that, that post is going to be right behind you. So things like that to where they set you up to where you think you recognize something, but it's all a ruse. You know, and if you look at Kelvin Joseph, he hasn't played that much football. You know, he started nine games at Kentucky, right? Uh, he played 11 
at, at LSU, but he didn't do any starting. And judging from his stats, it didn't look like he got a heck of a lot of snaps either. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a lot of experience out there. Now, you might have some talent, and it'll be interesting to watch him when we get to training camp. But that assumption of, oh, he's a walk-in starter, if I read that one more time, it's like, you know, watch what's going on out there. Coaches, um, offensive coordinators, Love rookie DBs for their team. <laughs> <laughs> they just look forward to it. I, I'm a victim. I, I can tell you they, they set you up in all kinds of ways to where it takes away from your aggressiveness. And if you're not careful, then they will change the way that you play. I tried my best not to make let them change the way that I played. That may have something to do with some of the plays that I gave up my rookie year. But you have to give those up as a rookie because I'm going to get mine. You have to get yours. To me, that's what makes the difference. Either you're going to sit back and not make plays and be solid or conservative, or you're going to be aggressive and continue being aggressive. Because you're going to get beat. You're right? going to get There's beat. There's a reason why these quarterbacks are you're throwing for 4,000, 5,000. That's the thing. But you got to make some you plays. you got to make some So plays. my other point on you know the season opener, so you want a guy that's only really played nine full college games, mm-hmm. first game to go out there and – Oh, that's Tom Brady. Right. And oh, that's Evans. Yeah. Oh, they got Antonio some wide receivers. Brown. Yeah. 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 That oh, this <laughs> He's might just be a as problem. fast as I am. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, uh, that's going to be an interesting one to watch and Bill as we talked about and we can uh, probably all kick this around when we get to training camp, there's going to be a lot of competition on that defense to kind of figure out Especially who's, in the who's playing and who's not or who's rotating. And that's including linebackers. Yeah, and, yeah. and the defensive <clears throat> tackles. Ah. All right, we're just getting started on this edition of Mixed Shots. And it was a great start. <laughs> it was, it was. You're still glowing, and I can tell there's, there's still more inside that hydration. glowing head of yours. And we continue with more Mixed Shots in just a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola, the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, there's a lot to get excited about for the upcoming season, but nothing more so than having a packed AT&T Stadium to cheer on the Cowboys every Sunday afternoon. At SeatGeek, we've been using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier, like football games, country shows, rodeos, pro wrestling, and everything in between. Download the SeatGeek app today and let there be live. SeatGeek. 
Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss package. Our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back, back to Mick Shots. Dallas Cowboys football and Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders dance youth camps are back this summer for athletes and dancers of all skill levels. Two and three day camps are available with new dates added at AT&T Stadium and the Star in Frisco. Spots are limited. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy. I think that includes you, Mickey, all skill levels. Let's go. <laughs> and, uh, and where again are those camps? AT&T Stadium and the Star in Frisco. And I'm thinking they are not they are not in the parking lot at AT&T Stadium and it's probably not on Tostitos Championship Plaza meaning they are indoors. That's the key. That's the best place to have a camp this time of the yeah, year. Is Mickey and Danny can both attest after watching the Cowboys <laughs> on the practice Wait till tomorrow day. because it's going to be even hotter. It's going to be. Summer's here, guys. Heat's uh-huh. going to go up nowhere. and so will the uh, humidity. And before we go, we should uh, pay our respects to Jim Fossil. John Fossil's dad passed away oh. uh, yesterday. Uh, and so he, he was excused, obviously. <clears throat> he, he's going to miss this week. Uh, Evidently, uh, he had a had a heart attack. Yeah, it was reported as a heart attack. So he got there the year he was there. Your, sec- your second year. He was the Giants, Parcells right? hired him as a quarterbacks coach in ninety one, and, and, Parce- and Parcells and he had, hired him and then retired. He had the angioplasty. Right. Yeah, yeah, and he had to retire briefly. Because I saw he came I, I saw somebody mention that, and I'm going, well, how did Parcells? He, he retired, but he had hired. Yeah, well, him. he stuck around. For, he was the OC in ninety two. Yeah, Fossil was right. So right. after Parcells retired, right, but ninety one right. too. He, right, he was so, quarterbacks coach. But anyway, yeah, uh, John. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a tough one. And in fact, Dad uh, was only seventy-one years old. Wow. Se- seventy-one years old. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and uh, John Fossil uh, <clears throat> issued a statement that was I saw L.A. Times posted this. It's with a very heavy heart to announce that we lost our dad yesterday. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all your thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. While our dad will be remembered as a longtime fan and face of the football world, his legacy will live forever in our hearts as the greatest dad and grandpa of all time. He leaves behind his wife, Kitty. There are five kids and spouses, as well as 16 happy and healthy grandkids. Wow. We love wow. Dad. wow. Wow. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So since and, – and another note, since today's June 8th, uh, this is recognized as D-Day 2. And 77 <clears throat> years ago, my dad landed on Omaha Beach, um, D-Day 2. That's, that's walking history right there, Spaz. He, uh, he would tell the story, and here's how smart our Army was. <laughs> they, got, they were on a, a big ship to transport them uh, into Normandy, and though f- to get from the ship to the landing crafts, they had to come down these, these rope ladders, right? And my dad said, yeah, and he goes, for some reason, they didn't figure out that the two ships, the two boats— aren't moving in the water at the same time, right? The same directions. And okay. So you're, you're swinging. And on top of it, during their uh, boot camp or whatever they had, 
They didn't teach him how to swim. Mm. And my dad couldn't swim. Mm. And he got dropped off, you know. And they were all short of the of the beach line. Yeah. 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 So and a lot of them, to take some path. drowned yeah. with before they got all there. their gear on. And I saw yeah. he had he did a an interview later in age of uh, local newspaper honoring uh, people that uh, landed on uh, on Normandy and uh, he had never said this never hmm. they asked him what was the first thing you realized when you got in the water he goes the guy next to me got shot mm. and I'm going every hmm. time I think about it I'm still the miracle crazy, baby man. that not only did he survive uh, uh, that but also as a prisoner of war so yeah but anyway D-Day 2 today so wait 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 he was a POW? Oh, yeah. He? Wow. For four months. Boy, you are lucky to be oh, here. Oh, I know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, that's where I get my toughness. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be from him. Boy, yeah. he was tough. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you mentioned people don't talk about D-Day, too. June yeah. 6 is D-Day, but D-Day, too, two days later. And so, you know, when they when they showed up, them bodies were on the beach. Yes, that was your first, you know, mm. uh, you know, first thing you saw of a war because you know there wasn't anybody to kind of clean things up. No, right? no, not in, especially not in one day. I mean, it takes. A, so here they are trying crazy. to get through all that water, and everybody's yelling at them, "Keep your guns dry!" And it's like, well, why didn't you get me closer <laughs> to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, how 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 is America still here? Oh man, uh, how it's is amazing. It still here, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Well, I don't know how we segue from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll throw out the phone number, 888-855-2297, if you'd like to talk football here. <laughs> uh, or D-Day, too. Hey. <laughs> you know, another, another guy that had a nice day today, um, Johnny Dixon. The yes. free agent wide receiver. Just signed a couple of weeks ago. A week ago from Ohio State, he mm -hmm. was wearing, we got two people wearing six, mm -hmm. right? Uh, white uniform, blue uniform. Donovan Wilson, by the way, and Cedric Wilson were not practicing. You said that. I did, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but, anyway, but Donovan Wilson wears number six now, yeah, so that's he, why yeah, you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> this guy, you know, his, his last year uh, at Ohio State, he was pretty darn good. Um, he didn't get drafted. He knocked around practice squads. Why do you think squads. he didn't get drafted? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Well, let me. I'll go back and look in my big green notebook. See if you got it right. I think it was 2015. I think it was the 2015. Okay. Now, I mean, if you're talking draft. Ohio State, you're yeah. talking Big Ten, then yeah. he's going to get a look at. They're going to look at him. He got very to go closely. to the combine, and, and I don't you know get if the there was a, the doubt. if there was an injury in there, an ACL or something. I'm, I'm not sure, but anyway. Uh, you know, he, he was one of those guys that could take the top off the route, and uh, he did a nice job today. I did, and he, like, he looked strong, he looked like he was agile, like I, I thought he moved well, and that's kind of the first time in the, I guess, how many practices have we yeah. seen, three or four, where it's like, oh, who's six again? No, Constantly six, looking, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, and when you have guys missing, that's your opportunity, right? There's no Amari Cooper out there, there's no Cedric Wilson out there. Uh, there was a couple other the wide receivers that are rookie free agents that were out there. Simi Fihoko wasn't out there. So uh -huh. he got an opportunity today, and I think he took advantage well, of it. Well, you know, when you think about it, I was a free agent, so I, I had a, a few choices, uh, three choices, I think, in New Orleans and Buffalo and, and Dallas. Um, and, and Cowboys needed DBs. That's why they signed so many of us uh, as rookies. But 
if I'm, uh, what's the young man's name? Johnny Dixon. Johnny Dixon. If I'm Johnny Dixon and I'm a free agent, why would I come here? As a wide receiver. Oh, receiver. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, I'm just asking. Why would I come Sa- same here? Same for a running back. Yeah, exactly. You got Pollard. You got, of course, Zeke. Why would well, I he he doesn't come here with the idea that he's obviously going to beat out Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb, but there are opportunities as a, from as far as the reserves go. I mean, especially when you look at the contract situation with Noah Brown. Okay, he's on a one-year deal and he's free agent. I mean, so he's in a contract year. Cedric Wilson's Cedric in a contract Wilson. year. Yeah. Uh, you drafted one in the fifth round, Vahoko, you know, and so there are opportunities. And then even as far as starters, go, you know, Gallup's in his contract year himself, so it, I think for someone like Johnny Dixon it, it, this is an opportunity and, and I don't know, I'll have to look it up he may have a, a prior, because he's tried out with other teams, they're, they're, he may have a relationship with a coach on the staff, yeah. maybe even Adam Henry uh, maybe he tried out there before and so, and there could be a practice squad opportunity and just to get his foot in the door and get and get Legs with an organization, yeah. maybe yeah. because and why not start with the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. so you got a revolving door as far as the backups go. So, and especially when you consider what Cedric Wilson do to make this year. I mean, it was a restricted free agent, so, so two million, two point something million, and Noah Brown one. is a veteran now, right? And so, if you get a, someone at, uh, at a little younger, yeah, you're always trying to save some money. Every so. million dollars counts. Yeah, uh-huh. Now we found that out. Yep. Yeah, go ask uh, Atlanta right now. <laughs> After signing Julio Jones, what uh, twenty up. in 2019 to a three-year, sixty-six million dollar extension extension right so which is why they had to wait until after june June 1st to trading exactly which is what we talked about last week and they put 7.75 million of dead money in the cap this year and next year it's 15 and a half million in dead money so why not keep it they needed to sign their draft picks this year. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> literally, they literally count, did he, not have enough money to sign their draft class. He was going to count 23 so million. So get rid of Maddie. Get, get rid of Maddie Ice then. He was going to count <laughs> See, 23 million. nobody thinks million. about getting no, rid of quarterback. I know, I know. Nobody they, ever thinks about getting rid of quarterback. They they there we go. They had an <laughs> opportunity to draft they had the, the fourth last pick two in guys. The draft. Right? Yeah. Who would throw or, or, the ball to Jones? He got the the, the the draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. He could throw the ball. Let well, him throw it. That's what happens when you decide, you know, the, the money is more. And he had injuries last year, but it was only the first year he really had injuries. And he still was playing his yeah. butt off yeah. with that injury. He's 31, 32, right? 32. 32. Yep. So I'm sure the age That's is, just is another factor, you know? example of when you sign these contracts, they're yours, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to pay dearly to get rid of them. And that was the key on the trade was Tennessee was the only – there were other teams that were interested, but they want they didn't want to pay his total salary. And so uh, Tennessee was the only one that cut him a deal then said, okay, we'll take on his salary. And, and his to salary, me, I would not go to, – to, to me, Tennessee wouldn't be the place I'd go. Well, you got to go where uh, – he probably uh, didn't uh, have oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's talking about the weapons that Tennessee has they, now. They have enough tennis. They have enough weapons at Tennessee. No, but they didn't. They got. A, they no, but they lost their tight end Jonu Smith okay. signed with the Patriots, and then their first round, Corey Davis, their uh, yeah. wide receiver, yeah. went to the Jets. Okay. So now they've got Julio Jones and AJ Brown, and then of course they've got Derrick Henry in the backfield yeah, the and tight end. The tight end is they, they signed. They got they got Anthony Ferkser. 
who had 39 catches last right. year, and Jeff Swaim, and then they've got a bunch of street guys otherwise. Yeah, I thought they they picked somebody else up. And that may, Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. A street uh, guy? But anyway, <laughs> his... Street free agents. His... Where does he get these? these that's what we used to call them. The street guys. You're, street out, guys. you're out on the street. You know? <laughs> ah, there, yeah, you, right? go. there right. you go. Um, <laughs> I thought it was old, the old uh, Gil Brandt. You can find the defensive back or a wide receiver on, on any street corner. I thought that's, that's right. His, uh, in the, getting in a taxi. In right. the taxi squatters. <laughs> his, his base salary... <laughs> His base salary for this year was guaranteed fifteen and a half million. So Tennessee had to be able to absorb that to to make that move. The Cowboys couldn't do that. They they, they may have to make a move to get everybody else signed by the time they go Don't to training that. camp. Oh, Don't really? So what move might well, they I mean, make? That, well, I, I'm restructure. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's what I meant. You're not talking about a trade. So how many rookies have been signed? Most of the class. Did the third rounders get signed? I didn't think the third rounders. The fourth rounders and back all got signed. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. The third day guys got signed. For some reason, the third round guys are difficult. The third round guys are difficult. They don't impact the the cap as much. (laughs) Because those those three guys will, their salaries will make them top 51 right now. And those those are the only things that count against the cap right yeah, now. Top fifty one salaries, and I think the cutoff was like eight hundred and thirty thousand, something like that. So they would probably get end up counting more because of their signing bonuses. All right, Danny. In the break, you were talking about the cornerbacks, and I want to give you an opportunity to to say what you were <laughs> saying to the rest of the masses out well, there. Well, I was just thinking, watching practice. It's early to tell, and Nishan Wright or Kelvin Joseph or, you know, what these young guys will bring to the table, but they seem to be trending upwards. You can get a glimpse as to the potential that this uh, scouting department, the coaching staff, you know, front office saw in these young players. And assuming that it continues trending upwards, they have a good training camp, you feel better, you will feel better about the depth. Because last year, Chidabe Wouzier, you felt like there was a really big drop-off between the talent and the trust you have between him or maybe who might step in and replace him. And the Cowboys lost him to free agency. So now when you have these young players and you've seen what they can do so far and how they're trending, you feel better about if you have to go between two or three guys and your depth is a little more even, right? Like you don't feel like you have to rely on one guy. Yeah, and last year, if you think about it, not only did they lose uh, Awuzie early in the season, uh, Anthony Brown got hurt too. So they yeah. lost him. Uh, and then the one free agent they signed. Daryl Worley. Uh, bottomed out. Right. And see, that's the other thing is Trayvon. Okay, now we look at it and we look at, at Kelvin Joseph. Well, Trayvon, well, he was drafted like five spots mm-hmm. back from where Kelvin Joseph was this mm-hmm. year. And he stepped in and he was a starter. Right? Well, he earned that last year. They, they had put in place – Veterans. Daryl Worley had started for four or five years in this league. Now, obviously, his his play had fallen off. Okay, and that's why he was available at a low price, as it turns out. They had signed him. They had Anthony Brown as well. And but Trayvon Diggs came in here, and he and without an off season, 
came in, and they knew going into last year. That's why they had to sign a Daryl Worley, just to make sure, because we don't know what this rookie coming in here, what he's going to be able to handle right off the bat, and especially without an offseason. And Diggs came in here and proved not only in the WebEx, Zoom, uh, virtual stuff during the offseason, but when he got on the field that he could handle it. And that's what Kelvin Joseph has to do now. He has to prove. Otherwise, they've got options. They could they can play Anthony Brown and, and wait on his development and and they also had had brought in uh, Maurice I believe Maurice, Maurice Kennedy, Kennedy who was who opted, opted out. out that's right he opted yeah. out and so yeah so all of a sudden it was like oh what do we got going here uh, well, we didn't there's have another much of a pass rush going either. Well, yeah, so that was about what even, Diggs had to even deal worse. With. Yeah, as a rookie having to deal with no pass rush, and you know we're sitting up here criticizing him, you know wondering well he should be better and this and that. Well, it's tough when you don't have anybody coming after the quarterback and putting any pressure down on a consistent basis. And the other you can corner, get kind of paranoid back there. The, the other corner they're giving a good look at. Uh, he played a little bit last year, I believe, Deontay Burton. They're using him in the slot with like the second unit, so uh, it'll be interesting. To, and I'm going back to it, the competition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 probably no more, no more so than at the linebacker position, because I don't think anything's set in stone at that linebacker I position. I think the level of the secondary, and that's linebackers, DBs. I think the level of the secondary is going to be at an extremely high level. I think training camp is going to be extremely competitive. Yeah. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be very uh, intense. Okay. And I think offensively they should be extremely careful going up against these DBs and linebackers. That's how it should be. That's that's a, right. okay, Coming that's off a great, the year they had, everyone should be competing for their right. role. That's, that's a great tease for our last segment here. Right. Okay, let's, let's uh, look at – Training camp battles that we're looking forward Mm. to when we come back for our final segment here on Mixed Shots in just a moment. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar and a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. There's nothing as unique as our eyes which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, 
and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back, back, back. To shots. In Cowboys Nation, the new era training collection is like kicking off the summer with a quick strike touchdown. Win big in warm weather with a star-studded lineup of cats, caps, bucket hats, and straw hats from your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com. Okay, you see what we're doing here. Uh, you notice Danny doesn't have a headset on. Mm. That's because her headset <laughs> wasn't working. And so uh, we're going with a silent count here. <laughs> That's tough, too. I don't know she, if you've She's looking at the paper. She's looking at you. Look at the paper. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Zach Martin. And I'm giving her this. Okay. And don't take your eye off his butt, uh, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell my dead set story? Yeah, Switzer tell dead set story. That's part <laughs> well, of it. Switzer wrote about it in his book Bootlegger's Boy, so I feel like I could go ahead and say it. All right, uh, talking about headsets that don't work. Okay, there was an assistant coach on Switzer's <laughs> staff at OU, Wendell Mosley, great guy. Okay. And uh, and as Switzer tells the story, he had uh, he had I don't think it was a wife. I think it was a girlfriend <laughs> who he had told. He he told her that she he was the play caller for OU. I mean, what plays do you call? You're running the wishbone. <laughs> Very good point. Good yeah. point. I'm sorry. So I anyway, the first so time. he would wear a headset on the sideline during the games, and it wouldn't be plugged in. And so <laughs> he had a nickname. They called him Dead Set. <laughs> Wendell Dead Set Mosley. That <laughs> so, is some commitment uh-huh. to go, oh, you know, God. fight. That's a, a commitment to that girl, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope she didn't commit to his lying ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, this is our final segment here. Yes. Of uh, mixed shots as we uh, we're going to preview training camp here. Mm. We got two more days of uh, the mini camp here, so more to look at in the next couple of days. But let's preview training camp battles. Everson started talking about it uh, in the last segment. Mickey talked about it on the blitz as far as the defense goes. You think how many people are have uh, deadlock cinches to start at a certain position on defense? In my opinion, it's Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, and Trayvon Diggs. Now, there's guys that are working with the first team, but but you, you, I don't as far think as anything knowing of, that they're yeah. going to start at that position, yeah, you got. Lawrence at one end, you got Gregory at the other end, mm-hmm. and you got Diggs at one of the cornerback spots. And Another, I think everything else, everybody better not miss a practice, and there better not be any brother-in-lawing going on. On defense. Oh, there's going to be some fights. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of fights in training camp. You wouldn't add Donovan be. Wilson to that list? Uh, you know, when they ran guys out, and I know at this time of year, generally they – they acquiesce to the more veteran players to go out first, right? Ha-ha, uh-huh, Clinton so, Dix. Yeah, yeah, right? And then he flamed out. But right now, when the safeties go out with the first team, even when Donovan was healthy enough to, to participate in the OTAs, uh, it's been uh, DeMonte KZ and J. Ron Curse uh, as the first safeties. Wilson was going out with the second ones. So I don't know that that's set in stone that those are going to be your starters. I think Wilson safety. played great. And I thought he did too. Yes. And, and so I think there'll be some competition there. 
uh, between the three of those guys. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and who knows, if if they get a backlog at linebacker, maybe Keanu Neal goes back to safety. Uh, but I think there'll be a lot of role-playing. Like, this is our base defense. This is nickel. Uh, this is dime. Uh, this is nickel on first down when they're going three wide. So I think there's going to be a lot of uh, different combinations of guy. But that would be great because last year they didn't have enough guys to, to compensate uh, for different uh, for different positions. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a battle at safety. And, Danny, we know – I don't think the linebacker position is set in stone either. Mm. That's why that's what I'm most excited to see. I think that right now, if you're breaking them down in terms of position groups, from what we've seen and what you expect to see from these rookies, that might be the biggest depth you have, yeah. right? Like you've got Leighton Van Der Esch, you've got Jalen Smith, but like how far behind is Micah Parsons or Jabril Cox or Keanu Neal? Like I think mm-hmm. it's very compact, and that's what makes me so excited is like, it's not so much like it, it's up in the air. There's a lot of really good players, and you really don't know who's going to have that starting when role you, yet. When you give up historic numbers, rush wise, yeah, it, it should be. And and one, going back to the defensive tackle position as well. Yeah, those positions, linebacker, defensive tackle, that's going to be huge. Everyone's going to have the the magnifying glasses on on those positions. So we we're talking about the matchups. If you don't mind me. Mm-hmm. Doing your job and, and segueing into the matchups, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to a couple of speeches that's going at it, and that's uh, Joseph and Michael Gallup. That yeah. should be a good one. Yeah, that should be a good. One. Yeah. I'm looking at speed on speed. I like yeah, when you're looking like at training styles. camp battles that yes. aren't position battles, but they are head-to-head battles that's in training right. camp. I'm, I'm looking forward to that because you're talking speed on speed. Another one I'm looking forward to, and I, I don't know how much work they're going to have Tyron going at it, you know, as far as his injury is concerned. I'd love to see him and uh, D. Lawrence uh, going at it in mm-hmm. training camp. That should be a nice little battle as well. You know, and McCarthy made made uh, something came up about motivation or somebody was more motivated, and he said, hey, it's like all of us. We were 6-10 and 10 last year. The motivation better be there, right? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes. It, it, it's about everybody. Make no bones about it. So his point, and he said that before, because if you think about the press conference he had back in March, he talked about the number one priority to fix was the defense, right? So yeah, I I think that the linebacker spot, you know, just look at last Thursday. They're they're in a. I think it was a seven-on-seven drill, um, or it might have been 11-on-seven. Leighton Vander Esch, who to me, and you guys can argue with me if you want, I think he's the best linebacker on the team. We still don't know what Micah Parsons is. But I think from a history standpoint, Leighton Vander Esch is the best linebacker on the team. He missed a lot of time the last two years. So there's a pass play on the sideline, and he lays out in a darn OTA non-contact and, and makes a diving interception. Unfortunately, as I told Bill when we did the blitz, he landed on the football, and he knocked the wind out I of himself. I know he did. Right? Yes. And, 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 and he's laying there. I'm going, oh, come on. This can't be a shoulder again, no, no, right? No, no. And, but he had knocked the wind. But here Mickey, he was. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, right. Then I'm going to ask we'll, you. We'll do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
he's diving for an interception in OTAs because he knows nothing is secure. That's right. I want to start. I want to play. And he laid out uh, for an interception in a darn OTA. We don't have the luxury of saying, I could have made that. Because nobody made Jack last year. And the same thing with with Jalen Smith. You know, I think he's under the microscope. Oh, definitely under the microscope. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, he might have led the team last year in tackles, but there were things in his game that he needed to improve. And the thing I've noticed about him is he's been more engaged with his teammates than I've seen. You know, he's almost acting like a leader, going around, you know, fist bumping, slapping guys on the on the shoulder, on the helmet, mm-hmm. uh, talking a little bit more. So I think that I'm that's hoping good. that means that he has a grasp on the defense because that was his issue right. last year. He he actually came out and admitted and had problems, sometimes he don't right? know what the heck he's doing. And even there. Keanu O'Neill, I mean, you can see he's played some football. His instincts, they're, they're pretty He's evident He's played football at a Pro Bowl level before. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then Jabril Cox, I, I don't know how that guy lasted into the fourth round. I've always had a good eye on him. Yeah. Um, he played well all, all year long. Okay, so knocking the so, wind out. So, Mickey, have you ever had the wind knocked out of you? <laughs> uh, I think the last time it happened was about 40 years ago when I was playing in a darn softball game. And I got in a rundown between home plate and third base. Okay, just get a mental I picture. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, stop get right a, there. Get a mental You're picture. Because I was faster than anybody, right? So were you wearing quicker, like a pinstripe uniform? Were they baggy flannel <laughs> baseball? Yeah, those, those hot pants. Those really money. hot cotton then, pants, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what we wore in The long leggings, uh-huh. yeah. We used to wear those in Little League. My like mom would go, why do you want you to wear those hot? These flannel things are so, why do they make you wear these? Anyway, I got in a rundown, and the guy, the big old catcher, right? Big old fat. But, Larry Mondello guy. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like I'm, I'm, I'm toast, right? And he goes to tag me, and I kind of jumped in the air, and he kneed me, like, in the kidney right here. And I was like, what the? It was, oh, man, I'm sorry. And I screamed at him you as a player. You know how catchers are. <laughs> no, you're not. You did that on purpose. <laughs> you know how catchers are, man. They're the dirtiest guys on the on the field. You know how that goes. So I asked Bill, when's the last time he had the wind knocked out? I don't remember it. No. I think no. in the front yard playing football, probably. Yep. Just, I can't even remember. Either. I'm not that goofy. That's awful. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's an awful feeling. <laughs> so how many people in the last 40 years since then have wanted to put their knee into, into Mickey's kidney? <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's a long line. <laughs> that is a good, good proposition there. Man. I like that. Yeah. See how that goes. So anyway, the linebackers. I love that. I love. I, I, I want to hear about you guys' matchups. I want to hear about you guys' matchups to see. But I, well, on linebackers, real quick, that's mm-hmm. what you would expect from Jalen Smith is to be a leader if Sean Lee's gone. Right. And you're the most tenured guy. You know, you're in your second contract. That that's what you expect. That's what you should be seeing from Jalen Smith. And on Leighton Van Der Esch's point, when he was asked by the media after that practice, the dive for the interception, he's like, I'm. I'm not going to, you know, go half speed because I'm scared of injuries or hurting myself. He's like, that's not going to make me better. It's not going to make this team better. And he even said more so than that interception he liked. He had a sack or a tackle for loss. Well, what would have been. Yeah. And that's what he was more proud of than the interception, too. I mean, if you didn't already know about Lane Vanner, right, like team number one leadership, that says it all. And that's the reason why you had a practice like you had today. 
Okay, mm-hmm. where they didn't seem to be doing that much. Right. These guys are competitive, and you get them out on a field, and they're going to go all out. They don't. As I've always you know, said, boys will be look boys. At the San, right? Look at the San Francisco 49ers last week. They lost a safety with an Achilles. They lost an offensive tackle with an ACL. Okay, they're they're. You know they're on a football field, and so they're going to go ahead and play football. You yeah, know? these are two teams that have they have a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers had so many injuries last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had more injuries than the Cowboys did last year, and they've already got a couple there. And so that's why you got it this time of the year. You got to scale it down and make sure. Um, and and but, they've scaled it down dramatically over these last two or three years because before. There was contact, and I never understood. You're going to give somebody a helmet, but you're not going to give them shoulder pads, mm-hmm. right? And guys are going to dive for receptions. They're going to dive for interceptions, uh, and, and you're going to hurt your shoulder. And the, I never the best understood. Thing about I didn't. I didn't mind the shoulder pads. We were one of those teams that just never got a break when it came to the uniform. Uh, but I, I love going with the shorts. Mm-hmm. As opposed to football pants, yeah. that right. to me makes I, the I biggest difference. Yeah. As opposed I can to see that. but you're always holding your breath with the other stuff because right. once you start competing, and even though there's no contact, man, if you're a competitor, you're going to do what you got to do to catch the ball, yeah. right? If you're trying to earn a spot on the team, yeah. I mean, you saw the collision today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it McKee? It was yeah, Sean, Sean McKee. Yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't like bad by any means. It was three people, two defenders, but and they all kind of collided because yeah, they're the trying to knock the ball out. Right. He's trying to catch it, and mm-hmm. it's you know, and he got up. It, it he wasn't down long, and it reminded me of Sean Lee when when he finally tore his ACL that had some problems in it. He's in like the first OTA practice of the spring. And they run a little pitch to DeMarco Murray to the right. Right. And Murray's going to cut back and Sean (laughs) Lee's going to plant to come back and make the tackle. And he he blows out his knee. And it was like he had the surgery and it might have been two weeks later or something like that. And I ran into the locker room. And I looked at him, and he, I shook my head, and he goes, I know, I know. <laughs> and I said, what are you thinking about? It's OTAs. Just let him go. You're not going to tackle him. And Sean Lee goes, yeah, I was just trying to do the right thing. And it's like, oh, that's Sean Lee, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and it's, but those things happen. So, yeah, they, I, I think it's smart to get on the field, get everybody together, but back off on how competitive you make it, especially with the offensive linemen and defensive linemen. They're not proving anything without pads on, right? You're just kind of touching up and go. But then, you know, you get a little heated. And hey, I got I got another one for you, okay? You talk about Kelvin Joseph versus Michael Gallup. I want to see C.D. Lamb against anybody. anybody. I, I want I want to see C.D. <laughs> Lamb on that field in a second year with a full off season. Um, you know, and he talked about it um, last week, where you know he didn't. You know, he was training at home, and he's been so he's been in an NFL off season training program, and he was as good as he was last year. That making that jump from first year to second year, they always talk about it. I think he's going to have a huge year, and I, he looked like a veteran last he year. He did. Yep. Yeah, he's, all, he's I can always say looked that. Like, he, he looked, looked like, like a veteran, veteran when he was I mean, in college. Think about it. You know? That was his first OTA practice, yeah. right? Because they didn't have it last year. Randy Gregory, this is probably his first minicamp OTA because mm-hmm. he was probably after his rookie year there were suspensions and yeah. things. And, and he, he came in. Did he come in late last year? 
he was here, but he couldn't play in the first six That's games. Right. Yeah. It was a part of his suspension. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. These guys are getting things this year. They C.D. Lamb, they he had a catch last week on Thursday, unbelievable. Just unbelievable. It's like, how does he do that? That's, mm-hmm. that's what he does. Yeah, that's and, and he had another one today that was a pretty darn good one that he had to kind of contort his body. I think he, I think he puts himself into position to where he makes these great plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's too easy right now. Let me slow down. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. And you read about his, his bracelets, like, bracelet, right, he was wearing? Get your popcorn ready. Ah, I heard that. I did hear that. Yes, get your popcorn ready. I did hear that. So I think, you know, you look at what he did last year, and he only got four and a half games with Dak, right? And then it was like potluck at quarterback the rest of the season. Uh, And and he still broke the rookie receiving record. And um, I still go back to Amari Cooper. His, right, this, the year that he had somehow he came up with ninety catches, ninety right? catches, mm-hmm. and and the 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 shakedown, the ankle breaking that he did at the line of scrimmage, still to me one of the best moves off the line of scrimmage I've seen in a long time. You just don't see DBs going down like that as if you're going against Allen Iverson in a crossover move. That's the kind of stuff I like, and that's why Amari Cooper is my dude. And, and I'll tell you who else. I'm sorry, who else looked good out there? And it's hard because. Running backs, how do you know, right, And this stuff? Zeke looks pretty fast and quick. He looks like he's in really great shape, too. I was going to say another matchup. Yeah, uh, I was going to yeah, the, the, Well, the two tight ends. And they're not necessarily uh-huh. Blake Jarwin, Don Schultz, maybe going against each other, right, if they're going to do more 12 personnel packages and whatnot. But coming off the year that Schultz had filling in for Jarwin, who missed all season, he tore his ACL himself, in the first right? week. He's I mean, yeah, he, he proved. <laughs> I mean, he had a rough first two games right with like missed blocks drop yeah, passes true. but he he really shined last year and proved yeah. that he can you know take Carry have a on. larger role on this team and so yeah. that all I think will be interesting of the two of them and they don't see it as competing against each other I mean Dalton Schultz was like so ecstatic to tell media like I want Blake Jarwin to be back I'm yeah. excited for him to be back but I think that'll be interesting to see yeah, yeah. Hell of a combo. this offense could be pretty prolific if they stay healthy Matchup. I'm going to say it. Versus yeah, but Zeke. we learned that's not I got so easy. Another match, right. Another yeah. matchup here. Parsons <laughs> versus Zeke. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another a good, good one. Matchup that's a good right one. There. Okay, and then uh, three months from tomorrow, three, what happens three months from tomorrow? It's uh, September 9th. That would be September 9th. It would be Thursday <laughs> night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First play of the game. Buccaneers come out on offense, and they they line up Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown as their receivers. I'm so they're nervous. going with it with their uh, three receivers good set. Good, good little combo. Who who's lining up at linebacker for the Cowboys? And who's 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 in their secondary? Okay, let's just say their secondary. Mm-hmm. Who's in the Cowboys secondary? First game against um, Tampa Bay. You know, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't know that I've got a guess. Because I don't think you have to it. guess. You have to guess. I don't think we They're got lining it up right out. now. I you got to get it. them out on the field right now. They're lining up. Okay, who's going out there? You got Diggs, right? Diggs, okay, is at yeah. one corner. Yeah, you, you got Joseph. Okay, you're going right. with Joseph, the rookie, at yeah. the other corner. Yeah, and they'll probably use who's in the uh, slot. They'll probably use one of the uh, Achilles. Jordan brothers. Lewis. Jordan will be Lewis in is slot. in the slot. Jordan Lewis, really? Yeah, Jordan yeah, Lewis yeah. will be in the slot. Think so? Yeah. So there's your so there's your three oh, corners. So we're talking just nickel then. We're yeah, talking we're nickel talking because nickel. they're coming out with Antonio. Gotcha. Br- I mean, gotcha. they've got the three receivers set. Okay. All right. So there's your three corners. Who are who are your safeties and who are your linebackers? 
I have no idea on the safeties, <laughs> and I think the linebackers will be Vanderesh and Micah Parsons. Okay, and then uh, you got to go with something. Let's let's line up Keanu Neal at, at one safety. Okay, and right. let's put Kazee at the other one. All right. That's okay, and then up front, then a four man front. And you've got Lawrence and Gregory at the mm-hmm, ends, mm-hmm. and who's your tackles? Bohannon? Please? Not in a nickel. No, not in a no. nickel. Oh, not in nickel? Watkins? Maybe Gallimore. Or you go Brent Urban, you go Watkins, you got uh, Hill, you got I Gallimore. I think one of those defensive ends will move inside. How about Like they so did with so, Alden Smith. How about I'm Terrell, hearing Terrell, uh, Basham. Terrell Basham? Terrell Basham, okay. Yes. I haven't heard Jalen Smith's name mentioned. No, I don't think he's on the nickel. Okay. I don't think he should have been on the nickel last year. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Unless they're unless they're unless unless they they want him to start right they want him to start you line him up at linebacker and you have uh, Lawrence Gregory Parsons and whatever tackle you want out there on your front yeah. Because, so you, you know, Demarcus Lawrence could rush inside, right? They got some defensive ends. They right. did that with Austin Smith last year. Yeah. Him yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And on that first play, what's going to happen? Parsons is coming off the edge. He's getting a sack of break. <laughs> there you go. All That's I my prediction. S- all I got to say is, is it's Yo Randy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you remember the old, the old uh, sit? Well, not a sitcom. It was a, actually Parsons is going to come up the middle. He's going to line up a middle linebacker. He's going to blitz up the middle. He's going to sack Brady. You remember? You, you remember Ren Tin Tin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You used to Yo no. Renny. <laughs> yeah, this is. This is 30 years no before your time. Loudly. <laughs> All right, so save that. That's Yo, Randy. <laughs> All right, that does it. All right. Okay, enjoy your last couple of days out in the heat. Yes, I will. Okay. I'll be out there. You should All get right. one of these bucket hats from the pro shop. That's what you need. I, I do need one. You know what? You know you those. You need a hat. You know on. those. 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 Uh, I think you're about as tanned as you're gonna get. Those hard, uh, like safari hats. Mm-hmm. You know. No, the, you don't need one of those. It's it's. <laughs> it was so hot. It was so hot in Wichita Falls. Oh. I, 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 oh, bro. I went How hot and was it? I went and bought one of those just to make a statement. On I, bought, how I bought. I bought my ten speed with me to Oklahoma. I was in the best shape I, in my life. I'm with South Falls, I meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Best shape I've For the hotter than hell 100. It was hot. It was hot. Every day. Every day. 105 mm. to 110, <clears> and <throat> the wind would blow 20 miles an hour, so it felt like you were in a convection oven. And there was no shade anywhere, anywhere. on those practice fields. And for those who live outside of Texas, Wichita Falls is known in late August for a bicycle race. It's the hotter than hell 100. That's right. And so... And God bless people that can yeah, That's right. <laughs> All right. That does it for uh, Mix Shots and uh, Oxnard, California. Here we come. How's Let's that? Go, baby. I'm, I'm ready. And right. I'm hoping. There you go. All right, All right guys. We'll and we should to you. find I'm out get my, soon. I'm going to get, my, I'm Very get soon. My, my voice ready. Okay. Get my voice ready. <laughs> I'm getting ready for the Rams to come a calling, too. That's right. practice there. So We go back in history on that one, yeah, right? There you go. All right, see you next time on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!